In today's episode, we have Jackie. Jackie is an Enneagram and personality coach. Jackie, how are you? Oh, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to have a conversation with you. Thank you for taking the time to come on Gentle Touch. Jackie, tell me about you. Tell me about your journey. Jackie, for the people that may not know, what is an Enneagram? Okay, so everybody, basically. So um, my name is Jackie. I am a life and personality coach um, in New Jersey in the States. Uh, I'm assuming you have lots of listeners from everywhere. Um, I basically use personality as a basis for life coaching, goal reaching, and sustainability just because you can grow, but we all know that we are staying the same person. And uh, we got to have a life that speaks our language. So the Enneagram is essentially an ancient personality typing system. And the word personality is a little bit wonky in this uh, definition. So I'll say your personality is what you do out loud. And what the Enneagram does is it shows you who you're meant to be when you're not trying to hide from something, when you don't have core fears in front of you. Who could you be? Who who could you be? And so the Enneagram is this wonderful bridge between where you are now and where you want to be. And so I use that because it opens up the door to lots of language, lots of awareness. Um, and sometimes we have goals and we don't realize there's like a step zero in front of them. And so that's uh, what the Enneagram does essentially. It helps personality type people, not based on characteristics, but based on their core fears and motivations. And that is me in a nutshell. <laughs> How did your journey begin? Was you always interested? What was the journey like to be now where you are? Yeah, so I, I've i definitely always been interested in understanding myself and understanding others. Because um, for me, the basis of understanding somebody is to not be hurt by them. It is to see where they're coming from. It's to maintain relationships. I've always been that kind of person. And so uh, years ago after college, I was working uh at a job where there was a lot happening in my life, in my personal world. There was a lot happening at work, a lot happening in the personal lives of the people at work. And if you've ever worked at a nonprofit, you know there's no lines. Uh, And so everything just gets mixed in together. I had no language to speak up for myself, didn't know who I was enough to take care of myself in each individual season. And as most people do, I burnt out. Long story short, I burnt out. And uh, somebody had talked to me about getting to know myself, getting back to myself. And so I started looking into like personality study and I was like, eh, this is cool, I guess. I took an online test. I was like, I don't I don't agree with this. I took another one. I didn't agree with that result either. But then uh, I, I started picking up a book or I think I like read it online or something. I was like, let me just read about these personalities. And when I read the description, they're usually numbered one through nine. And type two is my type. And when I read the description for type two, I closed the computer and I didn't touch it for six months, that website again, because I was like, I felt like somebody was reading my mail. I was like, no, no, no. Um, I remember thinking to myself, like, I was keeping this from me. How did you know? How do do these people know? They don't know me. And so I started using that uh, in my personal life. And suddenly I started leveling up in career. I started leveling up in uh, the crap I was not willing to take from others. I, I... stepped into the recovered people pleaser part of my life. I a lot for from who I was and how I was acting um has changed to fit the journey of someone who wants to be where I want to be. And I did that based on my personality. And so when I wanted to life coach, I was like I think I think everybody needs this as a starting point. That's how I got into it. 
Wow, beautiful. It's funny that you mentioned about the two previous tests that you did and you wasn't vibing with it because I actually did two tests and the similar thing. I didn't resonate with the questions and in the answers. Mm -hmm. It just didn't feel right. Yeah. No, so I don't like the online tests. I tell people all the time, you know, sometimes it, I know online tests are free and accessible. So I'm not crapping on anybody. You do your thing. But even the best tests are like 60 to 80% accurate because like there's nobody across the table from you to go, oh, what? why did you get nervous when I asked that question? You weren't nervous any other of the times. Or, or, or why did you answer it like that? You never, you haven't used that word or what there's nobody across the table to go, well, why? Well, why? How long has that been a pattern in your life? Because there are some things that I, like I'm trained to look for that I like to look for to help people. And so um, it's it's hard. Also too, I will say when you read the descriptions at first, you're kind of like, mm, maybe you like a lot of people, myself included, I saw myself in like three or four, maybe five of the nine personality types. I was like, oh, that sounds like me. That sounds like me. That also sounds like me. But then when I narrowed it down and started looking at the core motivations of each of the person, like the thing that drives each person, and I saw the one for the two, I was like, ah, crap, that's me. <laughs> that's me. And and uh, it's funny because if I look at the core motivations of any of the other uh, types, I don't align with them, even though I align with a lot of the behaviors. I don't align with the motivation. So it's funny because – you and I could probably walk into a room and do the same thing. We could walk in and smile and be warm and be happy, but we might have two different reasons why we're doing it. And that's why it matters. Yeah. Wow. That is so interesting. When it came to you now understanding the results of your Enneagram and now using it to help you level up, was it easy? Because as I haven't done the test, I don't know what the results can look like. Would you then reflect on the answers given and then kind of do baby steps working towards it and aligning it with your goals? How does it work now knowing the results? Oh, that, yeah, that's a great question. So I think, so to go back to the online test, I think if you take an online test, it gives you the answer, but there's a lot of like now what, you know, behind it. So, cause you're kind of like, okay, well, here's the info. What do I do with it? But I will say when you look at the info that you get after you personality type, there's a, you know, there's a quote that I heard that reminds me of this, and it's, uh, you can choose to look the other way, but you can't say you didn't know. And there's a there's a, a point in our life we've kept we like all of us, every human, we keep things from ourselves. We keep our motivations and our fears even from ourselves. We don't want to know what we're afraid of. We don't want to. We don't want to know what we're really running from. And it's it's kind of one of those things where, I mean, to answer your question, long story short. No, it wasn't easy, but I also felt that I didn't have a choice because I was in a place where I knew that I had responsibility over my life and that if I wanted it to change, I had to change. I was at that place. And so for me, being hit with all this information about my tendencies, what scares me the most, what I do when I'm stressed and how it's sabotaging my whole freaking life, I couldn't take that information and then just pretend I didn't have all that information and just keep living the way I was living. So like in a way, like it's, it's, it wasn't easy, like emotionally, but it was clear. It was almost like a no brainer. It was like, I, I, I can't, I can't not touch this. I can't not change my life for the better. I can't not, you know? That is so true. What you said about the saying that you mentioned, because it does serve as a wake up call. You already answered this, but what are the benefits of using the Enneagram. 
it helped you level you up but for the individual that's swaying that's still unsure how could it help that individual so it's it's really interesting because the enneagram talks to you about why you do things and your why leaks out into everything so i'll give one example if a person any person any human george if george doesn't have discipline that's a blanket statement, but it'll tell us about George's life. So we'll probably see that in finances. We'll probably see that in the way that they have a relationship with food. We will probably see that in um, maybe their diligence in school, things like that. We're, we're going to see George's lack of discipline in different areas. And so it doesn't really matter if we know that, we need to know why. And then we can say, okay, well then now that we know the why, the root, we know that not having discipline is a symptom of something. Okay, now I can use that why to make a sustainable solution for the finances. Let's now that we know your why, now that we know how you operate, let's make a plan for your finances that speaks your language. Okay, cool. Let's make a plan for food and for study and for school. Let's all of these different areas. So the Enneagram touches every area of your life without touching it because it helps you deal with your motivations and let me tell you, like, you know, that that phrase, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Well, let me flip it on its head. Why you do one thing is why you do everything. And you'd be surprised when people are like, I had no idea that this was under the surface the whole time. I'll, I'll give you an example. My first client ever, my first client, I was like, all right, I'm going to use the Enneagram and I'm going to, I'm going to use it as a, as a coach. Do you remember the first What's that? client? I do. I do. <laughs> do you remember the first client? Oh my gosh. I love, I, I love her. Like I like, to this day, I'm like, oh my God, I love her. She, she, she grew, we grew together basically. But I did the, um, I remember asking her, what's your, well, what's your goal? Why are you working with a coach? And she said, I want to make friends. I need to learn how to make friends. I said, why don't you have any friends? She goes, uh, I just don't really have time. I don't really know how to make them. I said, okay, no problem. I don't believe you, but cool. Let's go. So I, we did her personality typing and she typed as personality type six, which is the loyalist or the guardian. And that personality type is the most skeptical of all of the nine personality types. So in my head, I'm already pumping the brakes. I'm like, okay, do we, and in my head, I'm like, do we not want to make friends or are we skeptical of everybody we meet? And so we started talking about it and I start, started talking about the idea of being skeptical of people, things, ideas, ideals, not really being sure. And then so we get to a point where she's like, I don't think that my first, she's like, my, like I still want to make friends, but I don't think that's my first goal. I think I need to deal with this first. And that was like when it clicked, she was like, there's a step zero before my goal. There's a step zero there. And let me tell you, we worked together for five months. And by month three, even though never in that time did we actually address her making a friend, by month three, she had a friend group and a community around her because we were dealing with those underlying whys. And it's interesting because you, when you start dealing with that stuff, you realize there's very little from which you need to be protected day to day and you can actually live your life as yourself. Um, and so that's just one of my favorite examples because it taught me the value in understanding why things are or are not happening for you. You have to understand yourself to move forward to do anything. Wow, that is amazing. Which one did you say? Did you say you was number two? So you're the helper, number right? Two, the helper or the giver, yeah. So uh, yeah. For the person that may not know, what is the number two about? Sure. I mean if you oh, like, yes, I can actually go through go. the nine types really quick and give like a Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. All right, let's see if I can do this. So uh, type one is typically, they uh, it's types one through nine, and each of them have a nickname, and I'll explain. So uh, type one is typically nicknamed the perfectionist or the reformer, and that's because things that are wrong stick out to them everywhere they go, and they feel like they need to fix it. They feel like they have a right or an obligation to fix things in their environment. Um, type two, and they're very ethical, very principled, very organized. They're like very on top of things. Type two is called the helper or the giver. And they're very warm, very interpersonal and highly focused on meeting other people's needs. Um, but they do that instead of meeting their own needs because they think it'll help them earn love. Embarrassing for me to say out loud. Type three is called the achiever or the performer. And they are hard workers, usually dressed to kill. Um, a lot of your corporate higher ups are type three or type eight, which, we'll, which we will get into. But they have an issue um, seeing where their achievements end and where they begin. And so it's very important for them to come across as winners, period. That's what they think is love, adoration, and success. Um Type four is called the individualist. Uh, some people say the tortured artist. I don't really quite like that nickname, but the individualist. And the type four is a very emotional being. They've got a huge depth of capacity but they uh, for, for feelings and for emotions, but they are on a search for authenticity. And what they want to do is they want to leave their mark on this world. And so their goal is to be special throughout their lives and to, and to be individual, to be themselves. Type five is called the observer or the theorist. And they, they that's what they really do. They observe everything around them and they collect information. And what they do is they collect all the information that they need for life in the world because they believe that knowledge takes less energy than feelings. And so they stick to knowledge and they stay away from feelings as much as possible. Type six is called the loyalist or the guardian, like I had said uh, about that client. And it's important to know, like they're the type of people that, kind of live in code yellow all the time. They're kind of like always at the yellow light. Like, do I go? Do I not? I don't really know. Um, and so they do a lot of contingency thinking. What if? But then if this happens, then this happens. And if that happens, then that happens. So they um, they really just want to be safe, be protected, be secure. Type seven is called the epicure or the enthusiast. They are they truly are some of the most enthusiastic people. Think Peter Pan. Um, the Enneagram Seven, they're so fun, so filled with joy. And for them, their high energy matches that they like to jump from one thing to the next, whether it's a project, sometimes relationships, sometimes they're thinking about the next vacation when they're on the last vacation because they're so excited. Um, but they also feel that if they stay in one spot for too long, they'll get stuck and they don't want to get stuck. Uh, type seven, eight. <laughs> type eight is called the challenger or the contrarian. And that's because they have a need to be against. And so they're the type of people, the the phrase a bull in a china shop, like they they wag their tail and they don't realize that they've just knocked a whole bunch of crap over. That is that type eight, but they have, they're, they really are gentle giants, but they have this fear that they're going to be either blindsided or at the mercy of injustice. And so they protect themselves by getting bigger and being bigger and being strong and they protect others as well. So like the big guy in the movies that's named Tiny, like you know, that's the first thing I think of when I think of the challenger because they're so gentle on the inside, but they are strong and big on the outside. Um, strong uh, as in their personality. You can feel their presence when they walk into a room. Type nine is called the peacemaker or the referee. And for them, they are just, they're sweethearts. They love to go with the flow. They're typically labeled as easygoing, which, you know, can be really offensive if you're a type nine because I'm not trying, you know, I'm not trying to be easygoing. What they're trying to do is go along to get along with others so that they can avoid conflict. 
And that's their goal in life is to avoid conflict or tension because that means that they could be separated from the people they love the most. And so they like to go with the flow to make sure everything stays peaceful. So that is all of the nine types in a nutshell. Jackie, I have a question. So you know how with star signs, sometimes there's compatibility. Do we also get that with enneagrams? It's a complicated answer, but the answer is yes and no. So my first answer is you don't really need to know who you're compatible with. Like the questions, the better questions are things like, who do I work well with? Um, Who can I confide in? And the reason those things I feel like matter is because certain types brains work the same, certain types hearts work the same, certain types instincts work the same. And so that kind of pairing, awesome, awesome. However, the truth of the matter is, no, you really don't need to know. Like, there are some types that naturally drive together. Like for example, the type two, who's the giver, who needs to like give to others to feel love, myself, and maybe a type five who doesn't really like feelings that much and prefers to be a little cerebral, a little in their heads and a little withdrawn. Those two types might not get on very, very well or very easily, right? But they could, and it's not impossible. It really is about knowing yourself, managing your motivations, uh, and things like that. So it's it's really interesting. But yes, to some extent, there is a level of compatibility of different types. I see a lot of uh, couples who are um, seven and nine who are married, uh, two and eight. A lot of two and eights are married. A lot of four and seven are married. That is so interesting to see the trends. Jackie, how important is awareness as well as sustainability in order to use the Enneagram to help us move forward? Yeah, I think, so it's interesting because I think having self-awareness is moment to moment, right? Like self-awareness is anywhere on a spectrum from I'm hungry to this made me angry because of X, Y, and Z. So there's a whole spectrum of self-awareness, but sustainability is a completely different game because we are always going to be us. We're always going to be motivated by the things we're motivated by. um, And we have to live the rest of our lives pretending that that stuff doesn't bother us. So we need sustainable systems in our lives so we don't run different things into the ground. So it's a little bit, uh, it's one of those things where when we understand Essentially, this is how I explained it to somebody recently. When we um, when we know what we're standing up against, essentially in our heads, in our hearts, in our in our bodies, even when we know what we're predisposed to be up against, it make it doesn't take away any of the battles, but it teaches you and shows you how to fight every single battle along the way. And so, like one of the things I'll say is, it didn't change my life in that it erased my problems. I still have yesterday's problems and I'll still have tomorrow's problems. You know what I mean? But I know myself. It's a joke when somebody tries to tell me about me. It's one of those things where I don't look at a situation and go, I don't I don't know what to do. I'm like, no, I, I know exactly what I would do. Now I have to figure out what the right decision is. It, it's like it takes a whole step away and I I feel like I'm constantly at level. I feel like I'm constantly like in a good place to handle anything. And it's just a really good place to be in because I don't feel like I'm walking around questioning or um, you said, you know, the word sustainability, right? Like sustainability to me is that I've stopped walking around asking myself the question, is there more? Is this it? Am I, what am I doing here? Why am I here? Like, why is this like this? Why do I keep picking the same partners over and over? Like what, like those questions are gone. And that is sustainability for me, you know? Exactly, because in it comes healing, in it comes growth, in that reflection, and just having that awareness yeah. and that sustainability. And along that journey, 
peace will also come along with it. Because sometimes if we're reliving our history, if we're reliving those patterns that cause us pain, that hurt us, that cause us trauma, it just then means we are currently in this hamster wheel until we break those patterns, until we learn how to manage things, until we can put that awareness in it and those sustainable methods as well. And by using the Enneagram, it's like, yes, we we can use it as a tool. We have that realization. We are able to reflect. And now we are able to learn like what works, what doesn't work, and what can we change. And you will have the choice. You will have the choice to either ignore it or work with it. Oh, Jackie, I have a question. Will our Enneagram change with time or does it depend? That's a great question. And it's probably one of my favorite questions. Our Enneagram type doesn't change throughout our lives. And the reason for that is every single type comes with its own core fear that needs to be managed. It comes with its own quirks and character traits. And so that also would say like some types are healthy and some types are not. And that's definitely not the case. There's a level of healthy or unhealthy for each of the personality types. And the goal for us is to get to the healthy side of of that. And I'll say it like this, you know, when I wanted to grow and be healthy, I didn't like, maybe I looked at my sister and said, I would love to have this trait that she has in me. I can aspire to grow, but I'm not trying to grow into her. I need to grow into a healthy Jackie. That's the goal, right? So we don't change. We just manage or mismanage our core fears and motivations throughout our lives. Like that client who wanted to make friends, she had mismanaged that fear of skepticism throughout her life, but then started to manage it and suddenly the things that she thought were issues in her life started to go away. She started leveling up within herself, right? She started her own level of growth. Beautiful. I listened to one of your previous podcast interviews and you gave the example of Enneagram 7. You gave the example of your uncle. Your uncle spent a year abroad and traveled to eight different countries. Yes, I had a family member. Yes, I had a family member who traveled to a bunch of different places. And um, one of the like the examples that I like to give is, uh, for example, the Enneagram Seven, right? And now the Enneagram Seven loves to move from one place to the next, likes to go from one thing to the next, so they're not stuck in the same thing. They want adventure. They want. Um, they have an appetite for life and an appetite for more, and so. It's just one of a, a, a funny example of how those things manifest in um, in everyday life. Like there, it's it's funny because some of the even though the enneagram is not measured based on your characteristics, it's made, uh, measured based on your core motivations. There's a lot of characteristics a lot of the types tend to have in common. A lot of habits that the types tend to have in common. So uh, it's very very interesting to see how that plays out. But also you can see. If you're a seven and you're jumping from one thing to the next, that's exciting and that's fun. But if you're doing it because you're stressed or you're having like a terrible year or something like that, that's not jumping, that's running, right? And so it's about like looking at it uh, from the perspective of knowing yourself and knowing your habits. Is it 28 days to break a habit? Say, for example, if we are a seven and we are jumping from one place to another place, whether it be for fun or if we are running away because we do not want to face it, whether that may be a problem and whatever we are going through at that given moment, would it be possible to work with a coach like you to work through that? Absolutely. And and I think it's important to know too, whether no matter what personality type you are and you start to notice a tendency in yourself, um, you could work with a coach like myself or any other coach. My hope is that they constantly are asking you why. And you go, oh, I, I, because I, I like to experience things. Well, why? Uh, because they're fun. Well, why? And, you're like, uh. and you think there's no answers, but there are. And we think that we don't know, 
but we do. And uh, that's really what it is. So absolutely, yes, I, uh, I, I work with clients every day that believe that they have certain goals or habits that need changing, tuning, refining, and they want to live their life based on them. And I work with them every day to help them peel back layers to reveal themselves a little bit. And sometimes peeling back layers to reveal yourself means peeling back habits or things that you do and understanding the why behind them, beneath them. And that's where, where you get revealed yourself. And so it's, it's just a really, it's hard work, but it's very beautiful. Say if we keep running away and we don't want to face something, it's like taking a moment to think, how long can I go? How long can I keep running away from the situation, from what I don't want to face? It's just getting the help to help you overcome that, to overcome the obstacle, to overcome the challenge, to break the pattern. Jackie, you know how your first client was using it to make friends? Say if an individual is a workaholic, works long hours, strives for success, we're looking for love, looking for love, a relationship, a soulmate, a partner. Um, so when it comes to looking for love and for relationships, my, my advice, and I sound boring. I know I sound like a redundant person is work on yourself. Like I tell people every single day, the hardest part about being a coach is when people come to me and want me to fix their spouse. They want me to fix their potential partner. They want me to fix their kids. And they think that the Enneagrams like me giving them a permission slip that tells them everybody is wrong and they're right. And I'm like, oh, I hate to break it to you, but the only thing that we're going to do in our sessions is talk about you and talk about your crap and talk about your problems. So I say that to say, um, if you want the relationship of your dreams, the only thing you can do is look inward and figure out what you want, what you think you need, why you think you need it, and where that came from. Because you're going to, you're going to, you either learn that your idea of a relationship that you thought it was going to be is a lie while you're in the relationship or you can kind of, you can kind of like come to yourself before and go, who am I? What do I, what am I looking for? I have to know who I am to know what I need in a relationship. I have to know who I am to know how I can give this person as much success as possible when I say, this is how you love me best. So the best way to find a relationship is not necessarily looking for, yes, it is important to look for a partner that I'm not a relationship coach, but my relationship ad advice is hire slow and fire fast, you know? Um, Wait, what? Hire, hire slow, slow and fire fast. fire fast. Like be really slow to become official, to move, whatever, but then like don't wait for things to be as, as bad as they possibly can get to be like, I'm out, bye. Like especially in the beginning, like there's forgiveness throughout, there's different, there's time, things like that, but just in the beginning, hire slow, fire fast. But the best thing that you can do for your ideal relationship is work on you because you are taking you into your quote unquote perfect relationship wherever you go. So you might as well like her, you know what I mean? Or like him. Has your confidence gone up since you have been working with the Enneagram? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said before, I think it's one of those things where it's a joke. Like I used to be a recovering people pleaser. People would tell me about me all the time and I'd be like, oh, they, they know, I guess. Um, and now it's a joke. Like it's a joke if somebody tries to tell me about me. I, my confidence is definitely higher just because I'm not who I am and how I feel I come across is not really up for debate anymore. You know, Jackie, what is your yeah. favorite book? My favorite book? Hmm. Oh my gosh. So I actually, <laughs> with my friend the other day, I went through my apartment and we counted all of my books because my fiance is bringing some of his books over as we're getting married in a few months. 
And my books were like 427. Thank you. I had 427 books around the apartment. I was like, damn. So now I have to pick a favorite. Can I tell you my favorite right now? Yes. Tell me. Okay. I'm picking it up because it's right next to me. It's very pretty. I want you to see it. It is called The Atlas of the Heart from Brene Brown. And it's probably one of my favorite books because it's basically uh, a roadmap to different feelings, emotions, what they mean. Like, this is this is the book that I that taught me the difference between shock and surprise. I was like, oh, those are two different things, two different feelings. They talk about anger, but also anger, frustration, resentment, the difference between all of those. It's a really beautiful in-depth book. Um, it's it's a great uh, it's also a great audio book if you're like a walker or a person that likes to work out. So highly recommend Atlas of the Heart from Brene Brown. Jackie, what is your favorite movie? Oh, uh, my favorite movie is called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Jackie, knowing where you are now, what advice would you give to yourself that was working in a nonprofit? I don't want to cry. Um, The advice that I would give that girl, if I like randomly met her on the street and I saw her and I saw just the look in her eyes, I would go up to her and I would say, when you try to show up as somebody other than yourself, you just show up empty and you show up as nothing. There's no such thing as showing up as somebody else. I would have told her that because I would have saved myself a lot of years of pain pretending to like try to show up as somebody else, try to like fill the role, fill the room. It was a lot easier to get to know myself, honestly. Um, I would tell her that. I would say when you show up empty, you show up with nothing. Beautiful answer. And if you had a billboard on the side of the highway, what would would it say? The answer to your is there more is hell yes. Out of all the courses you have taken, which one would you recommend to a friend? Ooh, out of all the courses I've taken. Huh. Hmm. I, when I was in college, I took an innovation and creativity class. And all we did in that class was explore different artists, composers, uh, people in history, the person that invented the shopping cart. Like it is, I, I would recommend anybody find some type of class like that where you can dive into the beginning of anything, the beginning of music, the beginning of inventions. Um, you will be so inspired. You will be so inspired. I didn't realize because I started my business seven years after college or excuse me, like five, three, four years after college, maybe five, five years. I don't, bad at math, was not a math major. But um, I didn't realize that my heart for business and creativity and starting a, a business, it started in that class in college and I had no idea. So some any class that makes you feel like you can connect with the information, any course Take that course because you don't know what it's going to tell you about your life, even if it's about cars, even if it's about like geometry. It doesn't matter. You don't know what it's going to tell you about your life if you align with the Jackie, when was you able to make the link? When did you have that realization and put two and two together? I was working in finance. Uh, I was a contract analyst at a big financial firm and I got laid off. <laughs> I got laid off because I mean, like 40 people got laid off in one day and I was like, oh my God, I got nothing. I have got nothing. Uh, and then I was like, well, it's time to start a business. And that was it. I, I, it was, you have no other option and you don't want to fall on your face. So for me, it clicked quickly because it had to. Um, and that's okay. And 
it's okay that that rock bottom was my teacher because it doesn't always have to be. But that was the moment that it clicked for me was when I was at a crossroads where I could panic or I could do something. And I was like, no, you were built for this. Just do it. And I did it. And that was, that was it. Jackie, did you remember the class at that point? Did you remember it after? I remembered the I remembered the class at that point. I remembered because uh, I did the, my final project was on uh, Ludwig van Beethoven, and so uh, I remembered about my final. And I remember talking about like one of the the things that I had mentioned to the class was that I, as a person who doesn't necessarily have drive or motivation, I don't know if I would have kept composing if I uh, was deaf the way that he was deaf. But like I, I talked about how his passion for it spoke louder than his inability to actually perf- uh, to be able to do it like a like any general person and i just remember thinking to myself like i can't start a business i'm not an admin person i'm not really organized and then i was like but i'm really passionate about people so let's see if i can like beethoven this thing you know what i mean and that was it i love that that is a slogan <laughs> to live by that's Beethoven this thing. <laughs> Jackie, tell me about you. Tell me about your services. Sure. So my services, right now I do typing sessions. They are 90 minutes. And essentially what we do is I answer the big questions. Who, what, why, how, now what, is there more? Uh, we go through all that in 90 minutes. We go through your personality type, your center of intelligence. Are you a head person, heart person, gut person? Where do you borrow inspiration? What's your uh, biological very instinctual variation. Are you a self-preservation person? Are you a social person? Are you a, an intimate one-to-one person? So we go through all of that based on your personality. And then the question comes, what do you want from your life? So that's a typing session, right? Um, then I also work month-to-month with people. That's people who want long-term change. They're not quite sure what, but they know that they need something. And then I have a three-month package for people who are like, I have a a few specific goals and I want to reach them based on my personality. And so what we do in that three months is it's we get to know you boot camp and um, we say, okay, here are your goals. Here's you. Let's create some systems that are based on you so that when we're done working together after those three months, you can take it and run for the rest of your life. And so those are some of the ways that I work with people. Uh, I also uh, will be rolling out on-the-go coaching in January. So for people who maybe don't have the time or the emotional capacity for sessions, they can do WhatsApp coaching uh, via voice notes. Uh, and I'll also be rolling out some uh, courses later this year on uh, personality type wings, subtypes, different things like that. Right. Uh, even if they don't have the goals, if they're like, hey, can you do my typing and help me set up some goals? The, the answer is yes. So yeah, uh, I'd say pe- people typically start with a typing session. Uh, and what I do is I essentially give people nine days to roll it into uh, the the package if they want. So they have nine days after the typing to like sit with the information and go, okay, I think I'm going to roll it into the big package. And then I'll just subtract the typing session amount from the final package. And then there we go. We can, we can go from there. I, I will make anything work for anyone because I believe in the power of this tool. So for me, I have my structured packages, but everything's individualized, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm very, I am an elder-ish millennial, I think. I don't know what the millennial age is, but I am definitely one of those. So I'm not really great with social media. I'm kind of boring, but I, I was born in 1993. I am 
I am. I'm definitely a millennial. I just don't know where I am. Like if I'm the older millennial or younger, but I grew up with a lot of elder millennials. So I am boring and I love skinny jeans. So just kidding. Um, but I am on Instagram. I'm at table for nine coaching. It's F O R and the number nine. So table for nine coaching. And my website is the same table for nine coaching.com. Or you can go to knowyourdamnself.com. Yeah, I would. I had a podcast, uh, I haven't worked on it in about a a little over a year, but just with uh, coaching with clients and then with the courses and things like that that I wanted to roll out, I didn't um, have the time to do the diligence. Yep, exactly. The balance was a little crazy. So I'd love to do it again someday, but not today. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your time and uh, you're an incredible host. You're so full of joy and full of light and encouragement. So this was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah. Give a little dance. Give a little dance. (laughs) Thank you.